0: Welcome to the beginning of the week, though as with all observations of time, this statement is a matter of perspective. These words are going out on August 30th, 2021, in another installment of Charlottesville Community Engagement. I'm your host, Sean Tubbs. On today's program, an update on COVID numbers from over the weekend. A representative from King Family Vineyards talks about the area's wine industry A draft of the Crozet master plan is ready for review, and the architect for Charlottesville City School reconfiguration wants feedback on the latest design schemes. In today's Patreon-fueled shout-out, what's your perfect holiday weekend in Charlottesville? Is it hanging with friends outside or great live music? How about breaking a Guinness World Record Well, if so, then mark your calendar for WTJU 91.1 FM's Free Fall Music Festival. That's coming up this Saturday, September 4th, starting at 3 p.m. at the Ickes Art Park. There will be live performances from Zuzu's Hot Five, Suzy and the Pistols, and Good Dog Nigel. There will be an attempt to form the world's largest human music note at 7.30 p.m., plus a hot dog and veggie dog cookout for our whole community. Find out more at WTJU.net. The number of fully vaccinated Virginians continues to increase and is now at a total of 56.6% of the whole population, or 67.7% of adults. The seven-day average for new cases each day is now 3,112, and the percent positivity has increased to 10.1%. The percent positivity in the Blue Ridge Health District has increased to 6.3%, with 54 new cases reported today. To the south, Amherst County schools have reverted to virtual instruction due to a COVID outbreak. In person instruction will begin again on September 2nd, and all students will have to show a negative test to enter classrooms. If they refuse, they will have to stay home until September 7th. The public school systems in both Albemarle County and Charlottesville have public dashboards with the number of cases in their systems. Speaking of schools, the Charlottesville City Schools System is seeking feedback on various design schemes for the multi-million dollar reconfiguration of elementary and middle schools. The architectural firm VMDO has produced a series of potential upgrades to both Walker Upper Elementary School and Buford Middle School. Walker would be converted to a pre-K facility, and 6th grade would be added to Beaufort, with 5th graders distributed across the existing elementary schools. The Charlottesville School Board will get a project update this Thursday, and the City Council will get an update on October 4th. Council will be asked to provide direction on how to proceed on October 18th. The current five year capital improvement program sets aside $50 million for the project, but that number is not expected to cover the full cost. Later this week, we'll hear a lot about the comprehensive plan process in Charlottesville. Last week, the full draft of the Crozet Master Plan was released for public comment, something to look at for comparison. The Crozet Master Plan is part of Albemarle County's Comprehensive Plan, and an update has been in development for the past two years. The draft has been produced internally by planners in the Albemarle Department of Community Development and is similar in design to the Rio Road 29 Small Area Plan and the update of the Pantops Master Plan. There are five chapters in the 137-page plan, and a questionnaire is open through September 14th which is also the day of the public hearing before the Albemarle Planning Commission. The Albemarle Board of Supervisors will hold their public hearing on October 20th. A researcher at Virginia Tech wants your help to find out if there are any pine snakes in the Commonwealth. The last known sighting of this non-venomous snake was over 30 years ago, according to a release from the Virginia Tech College of Natural Resources and Environment. If you think you've seen one and can provide documentation, Assistant Professor Kevin Hamid wants to hear from you. Here's a press release. Pine snakes, a.k.a. bull snakes, provide ecosystem services to humans by preying on many creatures that cause homeowners problems, such as small mammals. A better understanding of their current distribution in Virginia is needed to manage and conserve these amazing reptiles. The typical pine snake is around 50 inches long and is not to be confused with either the eastern hog-nosed snake or the juvenile eastern rat snake. You're listening to Charlottesville Community Engagement, and in today's second Patreon-fueled shout-out... The Plant Northern Piedmont Natives Campaign is an initiative that wants you to grow native plants in yards, farms, public spaces, and gardens in the northern Piedmont. Native plants provide habitat, food sources for wildlife, ecosystem resiliency in the face of climate change, and clean water. Start at the Plant Northern Piedmont Natives Facebook page and tell them that Lonnie Murray has sent you. Two more segments to go today. Charlottesville is not the only college town in Virginia that may have been undercounted in the 2020 U.S. Census due to the closure of universities at the beginning of the COVID-19 pandemic. Demographer Hamilton Lombard of the Weldon Cooper Center at the University of Virginia told the Harrisonburg Citizen last week that the city's population count may be as much as 2,000 below where it should be based on a comparison with housing data from building permits. The official count in the census is 51,484, which is much lower than the Weldon Cooper Center's 2020 estimate of 54,094. Charlottesville's count of 46,553 is lower than the Weldon Cooper estimate of 49,447. To listen to more from Lombard, go back and review the August 21st, 2021 installment of this newsletter. And finally today, Albemarle County leads the Commonwealth of Virginia in the amount of acreage of grapes planted for wine. Um,
1: Just over 700 acres right now.
0: That's James King of King Family Vineyards in Albemarle County.
1: Loudoun County in Northern Virginia currently takes second place with 33% fewer acres planted. So Albemarle County leads the way by a wide margin.
0: He made those comments last week to the Charlottesville-Albemarle Convention and Visitors Bureau, which featured him as a guest to talk about the role the wine industry plays in area tourism.
1: While a lot of other agricultural sectors like meat, produce, and other crops have seen uh, consolidation um, over the last few years, viticulture in Virginia continues to be very much a family-owned and operated enterprise.
0: King said there were seven wineries in Virginia in 1979, and that number has grown to over 300 today. King Family Vineyards opened in 1998 and is part of the Monticello Wine Trail, which has grown to 40 wineries.
1: Uh, In agritourism, wineries tend to thrive in clusters. Um, Guests often visit multiple wineries in a day. So when one winery opens down the road, it ends up being good business for everybody.
0: However, King said the industry faces many challenges, including unpredictable weather and threats to the grapes.
1: We're always battling Mother Nature. If it's a frost in the spring, an invasive species in the summer, right now it's the spotted lanternfly from China.
0: King used his time to appeal to elected officials on the CACVB to not further restrict public events, which he said generates money that goes back into the winemaking operation. He said that can keep a farm within a family. King Family Vineyards has 15 full-time employees and around 35 part-time employees. There will be more from the Charlottesville Albemarle Convention and Visitors Bureau meeting in an upcoming edition of the newsletter. And that is it for today's edition of the program. Lots of little segments in this one. It's the kind of thing that you have hopefully come to appreciate about this show. Trying to cover a lot of ground, uh, so you know a lot of things that are happening that you might not have known otherwise. want to thank Ting for uh, their generous contribution to match your potential contribution to the program uh, through Substack. So if you pay $5 a month through Substack or $50 a year or $200 a year, Ting is going to match that. Uh, They're doing so to sort of uh, help support this this branch of the independent journalism tree, if you will. Uh, But do check to see if there's a pine snake in that tree. It's an amazing reptile. Did you know that? Amazing reptile. I'm Sean Tubbs, the host of this program. Thanks again for listening. I'll be back tomorrow with another installment of Charlottesville Community Engagement. Stay safe out there.